having my heart or whatever. And love, true love, will follow you fire out. I will give your heart to a wild thing. They don't know your heart. I do. I've seen it. You have shown it to me. Is my heart showing? Oh, it's Megan. Hey, y'all. It's Molly. Welcome to another episode of Is My Heart Showing? Today, we kick off our diet series. We're going to talk all about the keto diet. Welcome to the diet series here on Is My Heart Showing. Just a little disclaimer, we are not doctors or nutritionists. We are just homeschool moms researching these out, trying these diets out. We are no experts by any means, but we are just wanting to share what we know and what we have experienced before changing our diet. It's always good to consult a physician. So today is all about the keto diet. Keto diet is so named because it puts your body into ketosis. Our bodies have to burn something for energy. And for most of us, that is carbohydrates. But if you shift to a ketogenic diet, your body will burn fat for energy, which sounds great. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. Sound great? When you think about the keto diet, you may automatically think the low carb or no carb, but actually while it is low carb, it is moderate protein and high fat. So you kind of have to think about that more yeah. um, than just not eating the carbs, which it yeah. sounds like, it's well, if I don't active. eat the carbs, I'll fill it in, but you can eat too much protein on this, or you can eat too yeah. much of the wrong kind of fat too. So you have to be really, I feel like, that. I feel like it's similar to Atkins, but Atkins, it's like, don't eat carbs and keto. It's more like focused on like you have to right. level it all out. Yeah. Yeah. And since you're putting your body into ketosis, you have to fuel it with mostly fat, especially at the beginning. So you, you're, you can get your body to get the energy it needs. Um, and like I said, not only fat, but the right kinds of fat, which we'll get into. Um, you'll hear the words a lot, uh, keto adapted. And that's like in cookbooks, articles, and it's just another way of saying that your body's burning that fat for fuel. Um, and also a lot of dairy and meat is on this diet because that's obviously doesn't have carbs, but with the right know-how it's actually possible to be on keto and stay vegetarian too. Really? Um, yeah. So, um, Lots of cookbooks, like, yeah, look into it. I mean, it would definitely be harder, I think, if yeah. but there are definitely ways of doing that. Um, so yeah, while the keto diet is low carb, um, so let's talk about what you can't eat on the keto diet. So we're talking low carb, medium amounts of protein and high fats. And it's recommended that when you do get off of carbs, that you slowly get off of carbs. So if you're attempting to get fat adapted, you should start slowly lowering. Um, your body can like super go into shock if you are eating like, 
150 grams of carbs. I don't know, just throw a number out there. Um, I think we, cause we have to add it sometimes up for my son and it sometimes is up like 150 grams of carbs, which seems crazy, but it's really not like if you add it up, yeah, like it's not. And I know people that Especially are like, if you live in America, <laughs> right. And like, you can, I know people that like are strict about it and they eat like a hundred grams. So add it up. I think you'd totally be surprised if you, um, are just eating regularly of how many carbs you're actually getting. And if you are trying to get on the keto diet, you want to get that below 30 and really even below 20 grams. Um, but that's kind of hardcore. They really say like between 20 and 30, um, obviously like every day is different for you, but that could put your body into a lot of shock if you try to do that all at once. So you can kind of slowly ease yourself into it. Um, so obviously sugar is out, no flour, corn, or other starchy vegetables, um, fruits that are very sugary, like bananas and pineapple. Those are all out. Um, it's not an exhaustive list, but carbs are pretty high in things like whole wheat bread, whole grain cereals, oatmeal, bananas, pineapple, potatoes, sweet potatoes, corn, rice, wild rice, quinoa, polenta, just to name a few. And most people would probably consider those foods healthy in other diets, but on keto, a starch is a starch. Yeah, this was one of the deal breakers for me with keto. I did it for about a month. Maybe it was two months. I can't really remember. It's been a long time, but I realized it just wasn't something that I could do sustainably. I really believe that if you're going to lose weight and keep it off for good, because what's the point? You don't want to yo-yo, you know, nobody wants to yo-yo. Right. Really um, the only the, way is yeah. if you're going to stay and stick with it. Yeah. You have to stick with it. It has to be something that you can do for the rest of your life. And I could never swear off potatoes. That's like one of my favorite foods. Um, so, but if you're fine with not eating those foods anymore, if you're, you've never been really that crazy about starchy foods, then this might be a good option for you. Our dad has done this diet for years and years. I don't even know how many years it's been, but it's been life-changing for him and he has no plans on stopping. He, he can do it. It's something that he's done for a long time and he's right. with and it. And he likes how he feels on it. Um, a lot of yeah. people say really great things and the benefits. We'll get into that too. And I have a lot of experience with this uh, keto diet because I, I did put myself on it for a little bit, um, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I also cook a lot of keto, um, because, um, like you mentioned, our dad is on keto. So whenever he stays at my house, I make a lot of keto stuff. Um, I also try to do a lot of substitutions with keto because it's better for my type one diabetic. And that way, um, he's just getting more food for less carbs. And I would say that at first it kind of seems daunting to cook or to find foods with little to no carbs. However, once you get the right ingredients and you begin to dive into the diet, it's really super simple. The recipes are very easy. And there's so many copycat recipes out there for almost anything you're craving. 
Um, of course, you need to purchase the right kind of staples, but once you get those into your house, um, really, you can make almost anything that you kind of have a craving for. Um, for example, um, hot chocolate. I found a delicious low-carb hot chocolate recipe, and it tastes almost better than regular hot chocolate. And I think it has about four carbs in it. And so my son is able to, he has it with some almond milk and that mix that I make and I keep it in the pantry. And it's, it's, um, it's amazing. I can hardly even tell the difference between it and regular chocolate. And I feel like that's not really the case with every diet, you know, um, it's, it, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, they do taste differently. It's not like this is going to taste exactly like the pizza you have or exactly like the mashed potatoes you have, but there's, there's yeah. so many things of like this, make it this keto way. And you kind of get that take, you know, whatever you're craving and you get it. And I really like that about keto. Um, it's just, it doesn't seem as limiting I know for, you know, for you, I mean, if you want a potato chip, <laughs> you want a baked potato, there's not a lot you can do, but there yeah. are, um, you know, uh, I, our mom found a way to make those cheese crisps and they're so good on with dip and everything. And they're just made out of cheese and they are yeah. crunchy like a chip. So, I mean, there just seems to be a lot of things like that, that you can substitute. Um, and it does take some skill to maneuver this diet on the go when you're traveling. Um, so when I was on it, I followed several social media sites and people that were also on keto that enabled me to kind of get some tips and tricks. And one of the big ones that I loved was, um, suggestion to carry low carb tortillas in your car. So when you have to go to a Mm -hmm. fast food place, you just swap out the bun. Um, cause you can always get, um, a grilled chicken sandwich or even just a hamburger It's fine, but you can't eat that bun and it's so messy in the car. Yeah. So if you just keep those in your glove compartment or whatever, you know, and then pull them out and it w- actually worked really, really great. Um, I was on it for about a month and a half before I gave up, <laughs> but, um, I really, really like that hack. Um, because low carb tortillas are pretty easy to find in grocery stores nowadays. And I think they two to four carbs, a gram or grams of carbs of, and that's super way better than the probably around 30 grams for a regular bun. Um, and if you are trying to start out on the keto diet, the best thing to do is to cut way down on your sugar, um, trying to get your carbs to 30 grams or less and hit your protein goal. It's recommended that you eat 0.8 times your lean body mass in grams of protein per day, which may seem like a lot to you when you first begin. Um, And then you need to eat a lot of healthy fats. When you begin, you need to eat a lot of fat so that your body will become fat adapted sooner. But then once you get into ketosis, you need to dial it back so that your body fat will be used instead of the dietary fat. Um, Maria Emmerich recommends that you use your calorie aim to figure out your fat. So as a general rule, protein and carbs are four calories a gram, fat is nine calories per gram. So just as an example, if you're aiming for 1200 calories a day and you eat 20 grams of carbs, 
and 80 grams of protein, you'd need, that's like 400 calories. So you'd need 800 calories for the rest of your calories um, that you have left over, which is 89 grams of fat. Um, and if you are lost by me yelling out math to you, <laughs> there's lots of formulas online that are available. And a lot of the cookbooks that I have actually have this information in it too. And they're super helpful for figuring out for your weight and what you want to weigh and how much you want to eat and all that. So you can figure it out. And it's also like, it seems kind of daunting. I would recommend getting on it and then not counting until you were comfortable with the diet and then kind yeah. of start counting for the weight loss. And because you're going to lose, you're probably going to lose weight anyway. And then once yeah. you get to like a stagnant place, start counting. Um, yeah. my best friend is on keto. I, I probably say 90% of the time. Um, I wouldn't say she's a yo-yoer, but she does. Sometimes she'll get off and then she just gets right back on. Um, and she loves how she feels on it. And um, she's another reason why I cook keto a lot because whenever they're over, I, I do keto stuff for her and her husband. Um, but yeah, when she gets kind of where she wants to lose weight with it again, then she starts counting her macros and doing all that. But another thing with keto, um, that you would probably need to adjust is your supplements. Um, so another term to kind of throw out there is the keto flu. <laughs> which Molly yep. and I are very familiar with this because uh -huh. kind of both the reasons why we got off of keto. Yeah. Um, it's basically flu-like symptoms when you mainly begin the diet, but it can continue if you are not supplementing, which we kind of learned the hard way, but yeah. it's like your body detoxing off of sugar basically. And because you're not eating carbs and your body's kind of functioning in a different way, um, you kind of need all these things. So adding supplements can help with these symptoms. They can help cravings from coming back. Um, and this is just, was one thing I just didn't do well on keto. I waited and I should have started it as soon as I started and I waited too long. So let me list them. So sodium, um, adding more sodium can help with your headaches and pitting edema, which is an extreme water retention in your lower legs, which you can have, um, if you don't take care of it with this diet, you can take, um, a supplement of just sodium. Um, you can add it to drinks and stuff like that. I know there's a lot on the market. Um, and a lot of, uh, keto dieters love to just sip bone broth because it has, um, that extra sodium, it's really a good thing in the winter time because it's a lot better hot. Um, next is potassium. So you lose a lot of sodium because the carb low carb diet is, has a diuretic effect and you lose a lot of potassium with it as well. Um, of course you think, have, have you ever had like those leg cramps and your parents tell you mm. eat a banana. Yeah. Um, that's because bananas have potassium. Well, you can't have bananas on this diet. So, um, I'm sure there's other foods with potassium, but I just always think of that <laughs> mom and dad are always like eat a banana. So you don't get like, yeah, but, um, yeah. So cramping and fatigue, moodiness, dizziness, and craving salt are all signs that you don't have enough potassium. 
So that would be a supplement you need to add. And then magnesium. So one gram of sugar takes 54 milligrams of magnesium to process. That's crazy. So wow. most yeah. people that are overweight, especially um, if you're a type two diabetic, so you have a little bit of insulin resistance going on, you are already at a magnesium shortage and magnesium helps to repair muscles and relax blood vessels and can even cure migraines. So yeah, if you're going to already go on this, that I, mean, I just, the headaches were really intense for me. And I feel yeah. like if I had just started taking this from day one, I might have stuck with it. Yeah. The flu stage never ended for me. I guess I was just not doing the diet correctly or something. I, Cause it, I just can't, I, how long do they say it lasts like a week? I've heard a week, like it yeah. takes your body a week to two weeks to get adjusted. But yeah, I, I didn't don't know. realize I guess- that it was, I didn't realize that it was kind of a natural diuretic. And I didn't realize that headaches were such a common thing with it. And I yeah. think that adding the proper amount of these supplements I kind of almost want to try it again now that I like know because I didn't know I knew that there were supplements I needed to take, but I didn't know. I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to do it. And I, and then I got so sick that I didn't even want to like research. I just was like, yeah, I give up, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. For me, it was that the whole, like the flu part never ending. And then just the fact that like I knew that it was not going to be sustainable. Um, I, I do couldn't. feel like I got crazy amounts of energy. Like I was not tired anymore. Like I had so much energy and the brain fog did go away. Like you don't even don't realize even think, how much brain fog and then like point. it did reflect. That's my best friend. She loves it. Cause she just says like, she can cl- clearly think and that she just, when she eats carbs, she just feels terrible. And I do kind of agree with her with that, but, um, yeah, it, it's, I try not to eat as it's many a carbs. As right. Right. Yeah. Um, if now, of course, being on keto, you do need to be in ketosis for it to be working. Cause I've said like my friend, yeah. she'll get, if you, if you eat a bunch of carbs, you eat more than 30 carbs, you're probably going to get out of ketosis. There also may be foods that just trigger your body in particular. And so a way to check to see if you're in ketosis, um, there are three ways. There are urine through your breath or blood. Um, there's different kits you can buy. Um, it's all depends on how much you want to spend on it, ease of use, how often you're going to check, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can get these at any pharmacy. Um, I never got into this. Um, I know that, um, our dad does this frequently cause he is a lifetime ketoer as mm-hmm. you say, um, because sometimes you're just like feeling off or whatever, and you need to check and see. Um, and yeah, so there are just certain foods that don't work for you and they can work for other people and not kick them out of ketosis. And you just may need to find, but I, found the fruity breath was a pretty telltale sign. Um, it fruity breath is a pretty common symptom of someone in ketosis. 
Um, but I could definitely see that if you were struggling um, or if you wanted to test out different foods, like if I have a half a cup of these berries, is it going to affect me? That kind of thing. We talked about what we can't do, but let's talk about what we can do. (laughs) Let's talk about the positives. So it's not an exhaustive list, of course, but we do want to say what you can eat on the keto diet. Um, It's it's really good, flavorful stuff because you're eating fat and fat tastes good. Um, So it really, a lot of things have a lot of flavor, more than you would you would imagine. I always think of, um, I should have, I should have double checked my, um, reference before I mentioned it, but that it's a documentary. I, you know, I can't, I have a memory of uh, no one, um, but (laughs) the little boy and they put him on the keto diet. I want to say it's like food Inc or something, but I don't remember, but it's, they put the little boy um, on keto because it helps with, which we're going to talk about later, all the things, but they put him on it for, I think ADHD and his favorite thing was broccoli with gobs and gobs of coconut oil. And he would just eat like a cup of coconut oil on broccoli, microwave it and stir it up. And it was like his favorite snack. I'm like, oh my goodness. If we could just get all of our children to eat this. But it's probably, I've never tried it. It probably does taste really good. I love coconut oil. Um, So coconut oil is definitely on the list. And in researching this, so I knew all these oils that you could could eat. Um, Of course, MCT oil, which I had not heard about until um, I went on the keto diet, but you can add it to so many stuff and so much stuff. And it really puts you in ketosis, like really quick. Like you can add it to smoothies and um, really just anything and your coffee um, and it will really help you get into ketosis. That's how they make bulletproof coffee, right? It's MCT oil and coffee, right? Well, uh, there's, I think there's more to it. But, oh, okay. But that is, I mean, one of the ways, I guess. But yeah, yeah you can definitely add it. Um, and then, of course, coconut oil, palm kernel oil, suet, ghee, cocoa, butter, butter, lard, extra virgin olive oil. I did not know this, but you are not supposed to heat up extra virgin olive oil. Did you know? Yeah. Um, that is so funny that you're saying this because I learned that today talking to the moms in our homeschool group and I've been doing that for, well, I don't do it anymore, but I used to do that all the time. But there are so so many, but there are so many like recipes that say that. Yeah. Like what? So not even totally off of the keto diet. You're it apparently causes oxidation and is harmful. Like it doesn't even like, it's not like, Oh, it, it adds carbs. No, it's like bad for you. Like, like, what is it going to do to me? Am I don't I know. But this is oxidation. I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. This is going to have been, to do another podcast. Yeah. The oxidation of extra virgin olive oil. But yeah, because right now <sighs> we are on the Mediterranean diet and we eat 
so much olive oil, but I use it in everything. And so maybe I need to switch to coconut oil when I heat it. That's probably I what I should do. avocado oil. Can you do avocado oil? Avocado oil. I don't, where do you buy avocado oil? At I Walmart. I, that's all I buy now. Avocado oil. Well, can mm-hmm. you use coconut oil though? But you just think it yeah. adds too much well, flavor? Okay. I do. I do use coconut oil too, but. Do you yeah. think it just adds too much flavor to, is avocado oil I don't not know. add as much I, it flavor? It depends on what I'm doing. It depends on what I'm making. I, I either use okay. legit butter, like Kerrygold, nice butter or avocado oil or coconut oil. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to stop heating because I just put the little oil in the pan and do my thing. And apparently that's apparently we're all slowly killing ourselves. Well, yeah. So avocado (laughs) oil is on here, almond oil, and there's a lot more, but yeah, for the most part, (laughs) these oils, they should put that in a big warning label on all of the olive oils. Or all of the recipes that I, that yeah. say add the olive oil to the pan, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't mean extra virgin olive oil. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But maybe isn't regular olive, like olive oil that isn't extra virgin. Isn't that bad for you? I, I think so. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> well, we need to do, we need to do the next yeah. podcast on olive oils. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about yeah. it. I need to learn. Um, so instead of sugar, natural sweeteners like erythritol, which is found in fruits and vegetables, a lot of people think erythritol is made up, but it, it is actually naturally occurring. Stevia, swerve, and monk fruit. I really like to get erythritol and monk fruit blends. Erythritol yeah. has a little bit of a cooling yes. aftertaste. I don't like it. But when you mix it with the monk fruit, it's not as bad. But yeah, the monk fruit, monk fruit is slightly overpowering. So I feel like when you get a blend, it's perfect. But I will say I almost prefer erythritol in like ice creams and anything yeah. cold because don't you, don't, you don't, ta- you don't taste it because it's already cold. Yeah, it's already um, cold. So. Um, it is really in, weird how it does that. Right. But you get used to it. And when you stop eating sugar, it's so crazy. And then you yeah. can eat like a keto dessert and you don't have that. You don't realize how terrible you feel after you yeah. eat dessert yeah. until you have a keto <laughs> dessert when you're keto adapted and everything. And it's yeah. like, whoa, I can have something sweet and not feel terrible. Yeah. Um, so what else can you have? You can have lots of eggs, lots and lots of eggs. Eggs are in so much stuff. If Get you, you yeah, if you... <laughs> it's crazy what they can do with eggs. I mean, there's all kinds of breads and waffles and all kinds of things that's just like eggs. I mean, yes, you can eat eggs like scrambled or poached or whatever, but I'm talking like recipes. Like there's so many crazy things and you'll be like, Oh, what is this? It's actually just eggs. Oh, well, and it's, it's crazy what they can do with them. Um, you can have, uh, like strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, a lot of berries are lower in carbs. Um, you can't have a lot. And actually, if you want to grow them yourself, it's a lot better because a lot of the ones huh. that you get in the store are pretty pumped full of sugar. They make them really that way. I mean, have you bought cotton candy grapes? Oh my goodness. I oh, bought I some sometimes. Okay. 
Yeah. Or like the yeah, ones that are like are. massively, like they're, they have a lot more sugar in them than yeah. like natural strawberries or wild strawberries or whatever. But you can have, um, you know, a few every now and then not a big deal. Um, and of course, lots of meat. So poultry, seafood, um, lots of fish and farmed meats and wild meats. And you can be of interest and, you know, all kinds of that kind of thing doesn't have carbs in it. Um, lots of cream cheese. If you are, um, no dairy, that would be, you know, harder. They do have dairy, like cream cheese, no dairy substitutes. I'm not sure what it's made out of or if it has carbs, but most of it's garbage, but there is a good, like a meat, it's like called like Nikos or something that mm-hmm. that's a big brand. That's so it would be, it would definitely be harder if you were no dairy. It would definitely yeah. be harder if you're a vegetarian, but it's not completely out of the question, but definitely research it and make sure that there is enough food that you would like if you wanted to get on it. Um, nuts like almonds, macadamia nuts, um, Macadamia nuts are great for like making crusts and um, putting in cookies and stuff like grounding them. And cause they, they make almost a really easily make like a flour, you know, I mean, you can do that with yeah. almonds too, but it's super simple with macadamia nuts. Although they sometimes can be a little bit more money depending on where you live. Uh, pecans, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, walnuts, and then your veggies, you've got asparagus, broccoli, broccoli with coconut oil, <laughs> cabbage, <laughs> cauliflower, which is tons of stuff. They put cauliflower. Be really careful though, buying cauliflower keto stuff in the grocery store. A lot of that has yeah. not some, not such good stuff with you, but it's super simple to make yourself. Celery, cucumber, garlic, kale, lettuce, um, some specific types of lettuce, um, some might have more carbs than others, um, really? mushrooms, onions, peppers, avocados are great. They're really great because they have lots of healthy fat, um, coconut, of course, and egg. be careful. Don't get the, get the no sugar added coconut and then add your erythritol, yeah. um, eggplants, uh, lemons, limes, olives, and tomatoes for just a few. Keto diets can be very beneficial to specific groups of people um, for just the general person, but there are some people that they recommend this diet for, um, especially type two diabetes. Um, We mentioned that our dad is on keto and he did it specifically because he was diagnosed with type two diabetes. And even um, type one diabetics can learn to dose properly for insulin on this diet. Um, They, you know, a lot of times if they're on carbs, they would dose before. And when they're on keto, they dose after because your fat takes longer for you to digest. So it's a whole thing. But um, like I mentioned, I, a lot of times will make it for my son because he can have more food for less carbs. He just doesn't want to take as much insulin. 
Um, so it can be beneficial. Um, it's also recommended for epilepsy. Sometimes it can help with that. Um, ADHD, irritable bowel syndrome, acid reflux, heart disease, brain disease, and it can even help clear up acne, um, eczema, dandruff, and other skin problems. A lot of people on the keto diet report getting rid of brain fog, which I mentioned earlier. Um, and kind of along that same vein is um, it can eliminate migraines and improve your mood and lower depression, eliminate chronic pain, eliminate sinus issues and asthma problems. It can improve fertility. And they've even said that uh, they can, they think it might starve cancer cells. So sometimes people will try it if they're diagnosed with cancer. Um, it's definitely, I can see the brain element because that was something I felt really big time when I was on it. Like, I just felt like there was a weight lifted. I can't even explain it, but it, yeah, it's, it's like, whoo, you got lots of energy. It's just a different, different kind of feel, different kind of energy. Um, I was reading a book by a type one diabetic doctor when my son first got diagnosed and he said to him, carbs are poison. So why would I put them in my body? So kind of with that in mind, becoming fat adapted can help you if you have problems with the things mentioned. But I really feel like with the keto diet, you have so many similar substitutes. You aren't really want for anything. You know, I mentioned earlier, it's like, I feel like if you're hungry for pizza, you can find a way you could find a keto pizza. Like you want ice cream, yeah. you can find a keto ice cream. You know, there's but, so many options now. Right. And the, it's like just cooking it yourself. Like they're in the store. Yeah. I mean, the store is crazy how many options there were, but it was so the recipes are so simple and I just find what I'm hungry for and can mix it up. And like, once you get off sugar, the flavor comes back and you can experience the flavor in foods again. And I mean, and that's not, you can do that on any diet. You don't have to just do low carb to get off the sugar, but yeah. you know, sugar is extremely addicting and it's not easy to stay off of it Yeah, because there's so much sugar out there for everybody to consume. And if you slip up, it's like starting all over again, but you know, honestly, this true of any diet. And I think the yeah. reason why I didn't stick with the keto was I just felt sick too long. Like I just, I didn't have the brain fog, but I had, um, the headaches and I just felt like my insides were falling out. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I, just, I don't think I was doing the supplements right. And I think I was also probably eating too much of the processed fake sugar. Yeah. Because me too. it was the time that of the year when I was like, go, 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 go. And so I was just grabbing mm -hmm. like the protein bars and all that, which yeah. have a lot of those sweeteners in it. And one day I just like, couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. I just need to get off this. And then I was sick for another two or three days <laughs> getting adjusted <laughs> to that. But yeah, the worst thing is that, you know, when you do the weight comes back and it comes quickly and it comes hard, you know, like you've lost, you've lost all this weight. I think I, I think I was only on it for like six weeks and I think I lost 10 pounds. Like 
which is a lot for me in six weeks. Um, and then I think I gained it all back in like a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it comes enough. back really fast. Yeah. Um, and it just completely reverses everything you've worked for. So I really feel, um, so like with my, my best friend who does it, she, if she gets off of it, she gets right back on it. She's not really doing it for the weight loss. She's doing it for the lifestyle. So it's kind of different, but I just feel like with keto, there really aren't that many cheating days. You know, that's. And I hear yeah. that a lot with some of these diets, like, well, this is my cheat day, but with keto, that's so hard to do. You really have yeah. to go all in and you have to stay there. Um, and I know, like I said, we know several people that have this keto lifestyle. They love it. They swear by it. But, you know, like any diet, it's probably not for everyone. So I wanted to wrap up with just some recommends if you are interested in learning more about the keto diet or um, recipes and great, just great resources in general. So the first one I have is quick and easy ketogenic cooking by Maria Emmerich. That's a lot of the info I share today, plus a ton of great recipes. Um, she also puts recipes by the week. She tells you like Two, two or four weeks. I think that she has different meal plans and she tells you breakfast, lunch, dinner, if you kind of need to get started. Um, she tells you what to stock in your pantry. She gives you a huge thing about supplements and how to figure that all out, all the maths in there. It's a great resource if you just, you need to learn more about the diet itself and you have the great recipes. So I would definitely recommend if you're only going to get one of these books, definitely get that one. Um, then I've got the Keto All Day Cookbook by Martina Slejervara. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, um, but she has great basics, um, but she obviously from the last name is not American. And so a lot of her food is um, like Eastern European kind of uh, mm. weird meats and stuff. So I sometimes I don't even know what the meat is. And I would just like put hamburger or whatever, you know, and it <laughs> works, it works. So I just substitute some of her stuff, but I love her basics. Like she has lots of good, like sauces and like things that you can just make yourself like dressings. And, you know, like you don't want to buy the processed stuff or you can't find a no sugar, you know, thing. And she has really good, uh, that kind of stuff in there. And uh, the quick and easy low carb cookbook by George Stella. Anything by him is great, but this one in particular, I love. Um, it's a, a must have. I probably all my really, really favorite recipes are from that cookbook. One that I really liked was the Keto Kids cookbook. When I did keto for the brief period of time that I did, this cookbook was very helpful. I'm the kind of mom that I will not make separate meals for everyone for dinner. Um, so if I was eating sure, keto, yeah. everyone else was going to eat it too, for the most part. Like I might make them one other thing that like I wasn't going to eat, but it wasn't going to be like the main meal. Right. But um, it's just too much work. So my kids would eat the majority 
majority of the things that I cooked from this cookbook. Um, they have a lot of like, it, I mean, it, it's in the title keto kids. Like it's, it's stuff that your kids are going to want to eat and it made it so much easier to do it when I right. had stuff that yeah. they would eat too. And you're going to have to cook dinner anyway. You want to get yeah. it done for everybody. Um, and I also will say there are a lot of like just basic recipes out there. Um, I love Pinterest just to be like, I'm hungry for this and let me find it. Um, I found yeah. a shaken ice cream in a pint mason jar on Pinterest. And then I just tweaked it until it was something that I liked. I played around with all different kinds of flavors until it suited my taste. Um, there's a lot of recipes like that in keto. If you look around, um, a lot of them will be very, very similar. And one of them will work better for you. And then you can, you know, make it, you know, add a little bit more cream cheese or whatever it is. Cause a lot yeah. of it is like the same six ingredients made in a different way. And you just gotta, yeah. you know, there's a lot of whipping cream and eggs and they can do wild things with them. <laughs> so don't be afraid to like put your spin on it and just try it out. Um, I was really shocked at just how easy all the recipes were it just seems a lot a lot of times I will talk to people about the keto and that's their big hold up is I'm just not a very good cook and I know I'd have to cook more but I think it's I think super simple recipes yeah. more than any diet that I, I would agree tried. with that keto recipes are easy yeah super simple Thank you for listening to the Is My Heart Showing podcast. Please consider subscribing. Follow us at Is My Heart Showing on Instagram. And look us up on Facebook. We'd love for you to like our page. And we'll see you next time.